0: From up in the nosebleeds to down to the 50-yard line, wherever you watch the game, this is the place to sound off. Sports Talk with Jock on 770 CHQR.
1: It is time for the half hour with the coach, brought to you by Tom's House of Peter's. We uh, st- Tom's House of Pizza. We welcome in Stampeder Head Coach Dave Dickinson. Coach, how you doing?
0: I'm good. How are you guys?
1: Hey, we're doing well, and, uh, you know, it's, it was Catching a little CFL football on a Friday night. Nothing, uh, nothing better to do in uh, in the world, Dave. So uh, before we get into the game, I got to ask you. And uh, this has gone viral today. Now, Robertson Daniels face paint. Did he did, did did he have help from Josh Bell before the yeah. game? on the- <laughs> He
0: did. Sure looked like it, didn't it? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, doesn't really interest me, but. Uh... He brought it back, and he brought, uh, he brought the hat, too. He was, uh, he was a physical presence all game.
1: Yeah, it was uh, a great game by him and uh, obviously a nice pick uh, by Daniel. It wasn't the perfect night for you last night, but it was another win and another win where you guys hung in, didn't quit, even when it looked like it might be a tough one to win. Is that uh, fair to say, Dave?
0: Yeah, I think we're going to have to earn and fight for every inch that we get this year. Um, uh, I think we played pretty good, to be honest. I think we outplayed them and deserved the win. That doesn't always mean you're going to, but I, I thought we were the better team. And I uh, uh, took everything we had. I mean, obviously, it um, came right down to the last second. Uh, but I was, I was proud of our guys. I think they stepped up. And and you could tell no one no one lost belief, just kept playing, just kept playing. And uh, ultimately, it was great to get it done.
1: Well, let's talk about how the game ended, Dave. Uh, Rick Campbell takes the safety instead of punting the ball with about a minute and 20 seconds left in the game. Obviously, uh, you don't know a call is bad without, huns- uh, without hindsight. But uh, did the call surprise you?
0: I just play the game. You know, I, uh, just an example, though, of how uh, maybe we overthink things. You know, I actually, when they kicked off, um, you know, we were close to a holding call. And, you know, if we we get the holding call, and then that basically puts us back, probably started at 30, everyone thinks uh, he must have had a a crystal ball and could see something like that. So we still had to win the game. We still had to step up and get the job done, and our guys did. I I really thought there was one play uh, where Nick hung in the pocket and made a perfect corner pass to Mark Heath uh, taking a huge hit. Uh, That was big time for us, and, and ultimately I thought that was kind of the play of the game for us on offense.
1: Well, they really sent the pressure, too, on Nick. Uh, almost every second down, it seemed like, last night, and he seemed to handle it pretty good.
0: He had a good game. Um, you know, you got to remember, this is basically his, his fourth start. Uh, he's only played probably the equivalent of five games, a little bit of BC, and then a little bit last year against Ottawa. Uh, a little tiny bit of mop-up duty, but uh, he's really doing a nice job. Uh, that looked like a polished veteran quarterback out there, working the pocket, making big throws. Uh, having control of the huddle, uh, doing all the right things. Now, Eric missed a couple early. We had a guy fall down on one of our early plays that we should have had a touchdown on, and then he, he overthrew Eric. So you know if you look back and you see those two early shots in the end zone, it would have been nice if we could have connected and, and might have been able to separate a little bit so it wouldn't have to make it so hard. But he's playing well, no doubt.
1: Yeah, he's been very impressive over his four weeks. And another player who was extremely impressive last night, and man, did he ever have to do double, triple duty even sometimes, was Terry Williams after Kadim went down. Uh, just speak to his game, Dave. It was uh, it was something else to watch.
0: Well, I mean, he's always had great electricity every time he touches the ball. Um, you know, I do think uh, uh, the th- some things that he needs to work on did, unfortunately, uh Raise its ugly head a little bit. He was his eyes weren't good on a little bit of the protections, finding the guys to get back to. Um, but when it came down to it, and, and when it honestly was clutch time, um, you know he definitely just wanted the ball and, and he, he ran the ball extremely hard. I think with his size, people don't see him maybe as inside the tackle runner, but I thought he ran extremely hard inside and having the two big returns uh, really helped us. And you know he was exhausted at the end of the game. He put it all out there and uh, you know to be rewarded. That certainly I'm sure felt good for Terry.
1: Yeah, Terry was excellent. And one of the, one of the best storylines last night, uh, you know, had to come out of the Rene Paredes camp. Uh, his grandmother watching him for the first time. He gets you know, 15 of your 17 points, including the winning kick. And he's just been so consistent since he joined this team. Just, just tell us how lucky you guys are really to have him and how consistent he is day in and day out.
0: Yeah, I didn't know his grandma was there, but, yeah, that was great for him. Uh, you know, he clanked one off the upright earlier with a deep kick, um, we always feel he's going to make it. And uh, uh, I know there's a lot of good kickers in the CFL right now. Uh, we think we got two of the best, and Rob and, and Renee. Um, we do expect to win that special teams battle with those two guys. And, and, uh, and so far this year, it's really been, I, I believe, the CFL is the best, best year I've seen in kicking, punting as well. Uh, it's just been really good uh, across the board. But we got two of the best. And, you know, I really did have faith that he was going to knock that in. I, I really didn't even doubt it one bit. So uh, that's always a good feeling.
1: Well, give me your thoughts on the special teams because I know you were talking, you know, with Jock you know, last week, saying you know we're, we're basically bringing guys off the street to play special teams right now, and you know, besides the opening kickoff, it seemed like they held the four pretty good.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, Mark Killam does a great job, and uh, you know, we do kind of have a scheme, a system that we like to do, and right now we're just trying to find the parts to fit into that. And we're really we've lost a lot of our mainstays and, and some of the guys that have been uh, so instrumental in making us one of the best groups in, in the CFL uh, are heard as well. Uh, so we're looking for guys to kind of take pride in that, step up, and, 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 and relish their role and, and get the job done. And we're not playing well enough on special teams. I think Mark knows that. We're not covering kicks. Uh, we're probably worse than the league. Uh, we're not making life miserable on other teams. doesn't mean we're not working hard and it's not great effort, but we've got to find guys that uh, – fit into the spots we want them and they have to step it up i mean like i told the guys today break them down uh look who's here um you should be competing for a job uh don't just sit there back there and just uh think that you're just because we won your job is safe um i want them to realize special teams we need more and uh, hopefully we get more
1: Coach, I got a question from uh, listener Don here. He says, "If the Stamps play against Edmonton on Saturday the same way that they've played the last two games, I think they'll lose by 40 points." Your comments on that?
0: Why <laughs> comment on that? It's stupid. <laughs> so I'm not
1: comment on that. Perfect. And uh, are there any repercussions uh, also from Don for uh, you know or team fines for players who who take unsportsmanlike or unnecessary roughening penalties?
0: Uh, no team fines uh, we 're dealing with men here. Uh, the fine is if you get too many of them you 're not playing for us so um, ultimately i like I like fire. I like people on the edge, but you can 't go over the, you can 't go over the line. Um, you know to be honest, the one that went that went and got the roughing call that was a, that was a bad call mm-hmm. uh, that should that should have been on the other team. Uh, they were the ones that were pulling on him and almost injured him so most of the time. There's got to be fire. I like our guys into it. If you don't have a little bit of fire, then, then find another job because this is, uh, football is too hard to make a living. Uh, these guys are not getting paid that well. Uh, so essentially, they've got to love it and they've got to want to fight and they want to show you what they got and they've got to really push the edge without going over it.
1: Well, you guys fought well last night, Dave. We'll take a quick time out here. We'll take a break here on Sports Talk. We'll be right back with head coach Dave Dickinson for Tom's House of Pizza. You're listening to Sports Talk on 770 CHQR. Dave McIver in for Jock Wilson tonight chatting with head coach Dave Dickinson brought to you by Tom's House of Pizza. Dave, next man up, it seems like every other week or every week at this point, it's one or two guys you seem to uh, be losing in the game. And I think you're all too familiar with the the saying next man up and, and saying it again last night. How impressed with you, are you with the guys who have been able to step in, especially when you have you know three starters going down last night?
0: Yeah, I'll single out a couple. I mean, uh, Justin Lawrence really did a good job after Shane Bergman went out. I mean, he, uh, uh, he competed. He brought a physical play. He looked at home at guard. I certainly thought uh, that he did a good job. And then, of course, Terry. Um, when Kadeem went out, Terry, his workload increased, and he's still our primary returner. Um, and, uh, you know, to be able to do it for four quarters, that was excellent. So, we, you know, we, Juwan Breskison is another one we lost. We kind of mixed and matched in there with some guys. Uh, Richie Sandani, even though he had to fumble, I thought he stepped up his game, and, and we're comfortable with Richie. Actually, we think Richie is a good player, and, it, and we should we get the ball in his hands more, so we feel pretty good about our receiving core with our depth, but you're right, the rest of the way, sometimes we were a little light, and our guys uh, on three on offense there that were out for the game, and we recovered and had a pretty good day. I mean, I think we did finish with close to 500, and uh, we just didn't get touchdowns, but we were very efficient.
1: Got a text from uh, Jason here saying, uh, you know, it looked like a, a leg injury for Kadim Carey, you know, going forward. Obviously, I know you don't uh, like to comment on injuries too much. Uh, do you expect him back? And, uh, you know, just how impressed you were up until he went down, obviously, with your uh, your longest run of the year.
0: Yeah, Kadim is making, a, obviously, a push uh, to be that guy every week. Um, we do feel like we have depth there. Uh, we're not sure who it will be if he doesn't go um you know we do have Romar, who's been on six game with Achilles last uh, November again in in the West final, popped it versus Winnipeg. He's had an amazing recovery, but uh, I'm still not sure he's right. Uh, Donnie Donnie uh, Jackson is is coming back from a concussion. He looked more like himself. Um, not sure how it'll play out there. And you know, so we're we're definitely getting uh, thinner at that position. Um, ultimately, they'll we'll, we'll put the best guy out there. We need that production. Our run game's getting better. I thought our receivers blocked well downfield too. Obviously, it starts with our offensive line, but I thought our our receivers stepped it up as well, and that's why we were able to have some big runs.
1: You, you talked about uh, Went McManus earlier, and uh, he obviously had that big hit on John Crockett. I'm not sure if you saw, but before the game, they're having a nice little conversation around the 55-yard line. Uh, just talk about his game. You know the progress he's shown this year, and and he's still doing a heck of a job on special teams.
0: Yeah, I didn't see the conversation. I mean, most of that stuff is overrated. Um, you know, some guys use that to get themselves going, and uh, he had that spark, that fire last night. I really thought he played a good game. He, he, uh, he got—he actually got two penalties. Um, the one, like I said, and then another one on the interception um, that didn't get implemented because they ruled the guy down. So we'll clean up those little things. But great effort. Uh, he's tough. He can run. He's a good tackler. He kind of put it all out there. Um, plays a lot of special teams, and uh, you know, I thought it was his best game of the year.
1: Lastly, Dave, uh, nine penalties, 98 yards. Um, you got a big, huge, heated battle of Alberta coming up uh, the, on the third. Um, how do you guys address that, you know, heading into a big week of practice?
0: Well, we've got to know the rules. Um, you know, you can't, you know, obviously you've you got to play physical and all that, but you've got to know where to, to kind of pull back. And the ones that are getting me the most fired up uh, two, twofold, uh, we run concepts where we, we run uh, run-pass options, and the guys that are over there on the run side have to understand that uh, they need to shadow block instead of they need to know the rules. they got to get in between their guy and the ball carrier and then hopefully uh, feel that it's a run play and then get on them. We, we're not doing a good job there. Our receivers need to do a better job of that, and they need to understand the coaching on that. And the other one, we're just having too many like false starts off sides. Yeah. Uh, and to me, that's... Uh, we're we're trying to use our snap gun. We're trying to get them offside, and when we're the ones jumping, that's a lack of focus. And to be honest, that just means they're not listening. So, um, you know, there's a different voice in the huddle. Uh, we've had, we, you know, obviously I know Nick is, is doing a good job with the communication, but we've got to lock in and we've got to communicate and make sure that we're all on the same page.
1: Well, Coach, we always appreciate you stopping by after uh, after a game day and uh, just want to thank you again for doing that and uh, have a great rest of your weekend and uh, good uh, luck next week in practice.
0: All right. We'll talk to you again soon.
1: Thanks, Take Dave. Care. Head Coach Dave Dickinson brought to you by Tom's House of Pizza. Before we get to the break here, Well, let's let's do a little giveaway uh, for uh, some stamps, tickets to that August 3rd game against the Edmonton Eskimos. It's going to be a skill testing question tonight. So before you call in, uh, listen and try and uh, think if you can get this one. Renee Paredes, obviously, me and Dave talked about it. Big storyline last night. His grandma in for the first time to watch him live. He hits uh, hits, 15 of the 17 points, the game winner. Where is... Did his grandmother come from to watch him play? That is your skill testing question tonight. We'll give the tickets away uh, after the news, or we'll announce our winner after the news. Of course, it's spending your long weekend with the stamps. It's a pair of tickets to the Saturday, August 3rd game presented by Cal Tire, taken on the Edmonton Eskimos. It's pre pregame multicultural food fest at the Gridiron Garden starting at 2 o'clock, so get down there early. Variety of food trucks, music, entertainment for all ages, and uh, have a nice little summer, summer staycation with the Stamps during the Heritage Day long weekend.